Hello, everyone. This is Father Bill Nicholas, and this is Faith, Hope, and History. Greetings and welcome, everybody. It is May 8th, Sunday, May 8th, 2022. The Victory of Europe Day was celebrated on this day in 1945, and on this day in 1821, railroad tycoon William Henry Vanderbilt was born in New Brunswick, New Jersey. In 1964, on this day, the Battle of Spotsylvania began during the American Civil War. In 1915, the Cunard luxury liner Lusitania was sunk by a German submarine, and in 1945, the Allies defeated Nazi Germany and the war in Europe ended. Victory of Europe Day, ending World War II in Europe in 1945. The following is a recording of my homily that I gave this weekend in light of the implied Supreme Court decision regarding Roe versus Wade uh, based on the leaked copy of the opinion written by Samuel Alito. So the following is the homily I gave for this Sunday's Mass and I hope you enjoy and um, find the words appropriate. Every year on the fourth Sunday of Easter, because the gospel focuses on the image of Jesus as a good shepherd, we refer to this Sunday as Good Shepherd Sunday. And more often than not, homilies are given with regard to the need of vocations for priests in the church and to encourage, ask the Lord of the harvest to send laborers in the harvest, but also men who could be shepherds after the heart of the good shepherd. But I'm reminded of an occasion where when Pope Benedict was elected Holy Father, now the chief shepherd of our church, because of his uh, substantial defense of church teaching, as the chief theologian of the church, and because of his German heritage, many referred to him, perhaps affectionately, I suppose, as the German shepherd. Of course, referring to the dog. I remember when our own archbishop, after Pope Benedict was elected, was appointed to Pope Benedict's old job as the chief theologian and defender of the doctrine of the church, and in his press conference right here at the cathedral, I believe it was held downstairs, someone asked him about that. Many refer to Cardinal Ratzinger as the German shepherd. How will you be? And he said, well, I'm not so much of a German shepherd. I'm more or less of a cocker spaniel. One of the priests of our diocese bought him a stuffed cocker spaniel, custom made, with cardinal robes on it, when our Cardinal Levado was, uh, was made cardinal. And inside it was a voice box, so that whenever he squeezed it or shook it, it was the cardinal's voice saying, I'm more of a cocker spaniel. And of course, it was a stuffed cocker spaniel dog dressed in cardinal robes. But how often do we think, in terms of the shepherd, of the image of the sheepdog, the assistant of the shepherd, the loyal companion, well-trained, stalwart in looking after the sheep with the shepherd? A few years back, I'd say maybe 12 years ago, I was on a, a hunting trip just in Mendocino County. We were hunting boar, wild pigs. We didn't have too much luck. Finally, as the sun was going down, we got one or two. But it was on a ranch in Mendocino County. And as we were coming back, of course, the ranch is divided into large 
areas by fences, had cattle on the ranch, and had sheep. And of course, it was dark as we were making our way back. And at one point, we had to stop along the fence right before a gate because the sheep were being moved from one pasture to another and being moved through the gate. But one little lamb, isn't that always the case? One little lamb was spooked by the headlights of the jeeps that we were in and wouldn't go through the gate. But in the light, you could see the sheepdog, a white, fluffy sheep, not an English sheepdog, but a white, fluffy sheepdog trying to coax the lamb through the gate. And what it would come, it would go nose to nose with this little lamb and then back up as the lamb's following it, nose to nose, very gently, very slowly, very deliberately, until it gets almost to the gate, and then the lamb gets spooked and goes back to where it was before. So the sheepdog, in all patience, went back again, ran through the whole routine. Meanwhile, it's like 11.30 at night, and I still had to get back to Marin County. But, um, but it was fascinating watching this process about three times, four times, when the lamb got scared, going back with all patience, this sheepdog coaxed it and coaxed it until it would go back to where it was before, spooked again by the lights. But then what happened was at a certain point, the dog just simply rather calmly walked to the other side of the lamb and then furiously barked at it and growled at it and chased it through the gate. The lamb bleating very loudly, that loud pitched ba that all lambs have. And I'm thinking, that's how you do it. And I thought that was an interesting way of looking at guiding the sheep, because sometimes the shepherd does have to guide the sheep to where the sheep don't want to go. But the good shepherd is that good shepherd because it knows where to lead the sheep. Jesus knows where to lead us, and we pray that those appointed shepherds in his name have that same inspiration and wisdom as they guide the people. And as we know, in many cases with regard to the church's role as shepherd, Sometimes the sheep are resistant. It's not easy to follow church teaching. Sometimes it's hard to embrace the gospel when there are other cultural, even political ideologies that are bombarding us, especially in our society today, and especially in the era of uh, social media. There are times where the sheep must be led to where they don't want to go, but the good shepherd knows that that's where it has to go. But it's not just a call for the shepherds of our church. It's a call for all people who have the responsibility as shepherds of souls. We priests to our parish, the bishop to his diocese, the pope to the world, but it also goes in the other direction. It goes for teachers guiding their children, especially teachers in our Catholic schools, teachers of catechesis, and especially for parents raising their children in that faith. They are the missionaries to their children. They are the first shepherds to their children. And even when the children grow up, the parents don't stop being parents and oftentimes have to call their wayward sheep, their wayward children back. And we have a wonderful example of that in St. Monica, who never gave up when her son, who became St. Augustine, had strayed from the faith. She prayed for him, wept for him, and no doubt nagged him on a regular basis because we are aware of this because he tells us, and he's aware of it, no, no doubt, because he probably reminded her, him of it on a regular basis. But as shepherds, we're called to guide one another. And while we've seen our leaders guiding us, we can look back on our history and see how the church 
in many key moments, has guided the world, has guided society. Sometimes at the resistance of those who didn't want to go where Christianity was taking the world or society. But nonetheless, the insistence and the persistence of the church, all of us, as shepherds to the world, have brought our world and our society to various points in the development of our society, in a particular Western civilization. My favorite example of that is just in the history of this country. People always like to remind us this country was founded with slavery, but slavery was eventually abolished, and the abolitionist movement was at its heart a Christian movement. Plenty of Christians, and alas, Catholics as well, who were not in favor and vehemently opposed abolition. But the patience and persistence of that Christian movement eventually changed the face of our nation. And we're now a society that can't imagine that ever have been a part of our society or anywhere else. Last week, we've heard tensions with regard to another hot-button issue, and many people have had very strong responses to it. But the more you really look into the whole controversy that's popped up with regard to the Supreme Court, and another issue I won't name because we know what the issue is, it's not a time for one side to spike the ball or the other side to get hysterical over a perceived possible outcome because we don't know in the end what the outcome will be. We can possibly guess, but we really aren't going to know until it's declared. But however it goes, however it goes, our call is not to spike the ball if it goes our way or fall into despair if it doesn't, but to be those shepherds of souls in our society. By our own example, our own profession, our own living of our lives, how we raise our children, what we teach our children, to shepherd a society away from a culture of death to a culture of life, from a mentality of hate and intolerance to one of love and openness, from a mentality in which we would rather shout people down and call them names, shepherding our society to a society in which we have rational discussions, even in the midst of our disagreements. And that's a profound call for all of us as church, not just our archbishop, not just our priests, but all of us who answer the call of the Good Shepherd to follow him wherever he leads us, even where we don't necessarily want to go because we don't know what the shepherd knows. We don't have the wisdom of the Good Shepherd. But as church, we do this together as well as we continue to shepherd society toward the kind of world that God is calling us to live in as a people of faith who are called to evangelize, who are called to make disciples of all the nations. And we do that as shepherds. Sometimes it requires moving society in a direction it doesn't want to go that might have vehement opposition and strong antagonism against it. But as people of faith, we have that comfort in our shepherd so that we too can emulate that good shepherd. If not as shepherds, then perhaps at least as sheepdogs, gently guiding, but to a certain point where we have to say, things need to be led in a certain direction. Not because of any prejudices on our part, but because of the values and principles of the faith we profess, where at its head stands the love, the care, the guidance, the persistence, and the gentleness of the Good Shepherd, Jesus Christ.